Glory to God. The Lord is good. I said, the Lord is good. Amen. Lord, we praise you. Lord, we praise you. Let's open our Bible to the book of Romans 11, verse 29. For the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. Amen. Say better, amen. Glory to God. The gift and calling of God are without repentance. So, um, like I normally do when I start teaching on anything in the area of the manifestation of the Spirit of God, I seem to just first stay with what I call the generals, some general rules, some general things we need to know. Amen. I say amen. And uh, on Tuesday, we spoke about us not messing around with holy things. Amen. Glory to God. And I want to just continue from that area this evening. This phrase I can again say keep coming to my heart. Right? Why we pray this morning, why I pray this morning, why we pray in the afternoon. That phrase just keep coming to my heart. That many have lived and died without entering to the first phase of what God has for them. And it's my sincere desire, amen, it's my heart-burning desire that you will not fall into that category. And after you have run what you think is the race, you enter into heaven and God said, I never asked you to do those things. And everything will be like building with hay or, or clay, which will all be burnt off. Amen. Amen. So, it is important, it is imperative that um, you are willing, and that's where I want to continue from this, this evening. You are willing to do what God wants you to do. That you are willing. There is this testimony also, or story I can again give about a man whom uh, he sends the call of God upon him, right? And there was a genuine call upon him. But he didn't want to respond to the call because he kept thinking that God was going to send him to China. He's an American. And he didn't want to go to China. Amen. You know, it's not it's, it may look a little bit easy to do ministry in places like Abuja, places like Patakot, in places like Lagos. When God called you places like Meduguri, amen, it's a different bargain. Or God called you to a place that there is no light and water. No GSM, amen. No, no Wi-Fi. The last time my son came into the country, he said, he said, Daddy, is it your house? When Ampa, I said, Yes, it's our house. The family house. It's your house also. Said, Daddy, your house is in a mess. <laughs> I said, What? He said, Your house is in a mess. I said, Why? He said, There is no Wi Fi. The toilet don't flush. 
Because you know you have to you have to you have to fetch water and pour before you flush it. So to him, it doesn't flush. Toilet don't flush. See your, your house is in a mess. Amen. <laughs> he didn't see pit toilet. Yeah. that you have taken him to one. He would like I'm sure you will have stories to say. <laughs> Glory to God. But you know you understand, you understand, you understand. To to him, you know, that is is something is wrong. When we moved to the new house, right, they, we have not connected the Wi-Fi. So, my, my, wife, my wife now went to work. Ah, my son wrote a letter to him. To my wife. He said, a reasonable mother, truly, a reasonable mother should not leave the children at home without Wi-Fi go to work. There must be a Wi-Fi. <laughs> Now you understand, but now you understand you are sent to do a ministry in a place where there is no Wi-Fi. <laughs> Amen. Now I'm telling you a true story. I'm, I'm telling you a lot of that you'll just be laughing because the way they think is very different. Even during the, the election, I was asking I was asking Alan. I said, Alan, you're gonna be at home alone. I'm gonna enjoy yourself. And you say, ah, so far there's light and there's Wi-Fi, that's all. And there's food. You finally add food. You see them all with their phone. And... Anyway, the guy didn't want to go to China. Because he didn't, he didn't want, as a matter of fact, he didn't even commit himself. He didn't pray. He didn't wait upon God. Because he just felt that God would not ask him to go and do missionary work in China. I mean, he was about 60 something years old. And remember, the gift and calling are without what? Repentance. And he kept sensing the God. So finally, in his 60s, there was somebody from the 20s. In his 60s, he said, All right, God. I will go to China. I will go anywhere you want me to go. And God spoke to me and said, I never wanted you to go to China. I just wanted you to be willing to go. I mean that I read. I mean I, I, I read that when I was very young. It taught me a lot of lessons. Amen. Your willingness is very very important to God. He may not want you to do that, but be willing to do it. He may not want you to make that sacrifice, but be willing to make that sacrifice. And make, don't joke about don't or don't be don't joke about this. God knows your heart. He knows whether you are willing or not. So willingness to answer the call. Willingness. To go anywhere he wants you to go. Amen. The call is very, very, it's a strong mandate upon you that will require you to give your all. Truly, CC Christian, pardon my language, will not be able to obey the call. It, it requires everything. It's a strong mandate upon you. Glory to God. Your willingness. Be willing to do anything. I mean, it, there is a glory part of ministry. There is only a glory part of ministry. So, and then you stand, and you stand and you blow into the elbow, everybody further and get healed. And people are transferring millions into your account. That's a good one. Amen. But be willing. Amen. Be willing to, to fold your sleeves and get into the debt if need be. Amen. Be willing to go to 
where there is no light. If need be. Amen. Be willing to start church there. And stay there. So how long, I, I don't know how long I'm going to stay here. God has come here. Be willing. Like I was telling you guys about um, um, Reverend Lakima Petrius, Edwin from Zoma. That is one thing that drew my heart to him. The first thing, before I ever had him speak, before I even know what he really stands for, believe for, his willingness to be in the Northeast in the midst of all the crises. How many times he has escaped death? How many times they, they are coming to attack, attack the church? Many people, thousands of churches in the mid, uh, they, they are not, it's there, closed down. Many, many of them run back to, to anywhere they, they feel is going to be safe. But he believed that God wanted him to be there. Uh-huh. That is where God wanted you to be. And he was willing to stay there. And God honored his faith. Protected his life. Now things have eased out. Amen. Glory to God. How willing are you? Amen. What are you willing to give? Glory to God. I said, what are you willing to give? I always say that, and look, there is no price to pay in ministry because Jesus has paid the price. But if, I, if, I, if you are going to look at these things, these are what people refer to as price to pay. Amen. What you are willing to let go to fulfill the call. Do you know that if you take time to study Pharisees and the rest, you know, Pharisees, uh, Sadducees, especially the Pharisees, because Paul was a Pharisee before he got saved, right? They, they, they are required to get married. They are required to get married. They are required to have children. And for Paul to be a Pharisee or Pharisee, there's a very strong possibility that Paul was married. But people always talk, when we talk about Paul's ministry, people talk about those Paul was not married. I really believe, I mean, I've I've seen a lot of commentaries on this, amen. And I really agree with this commentary because I believe that also the the Pharisees, right, your spouse will also go into some vows. Vows of if you betray the laws, amen, the code of the Pharisee, they will forsake you. Amen. And I believe that when Paul got born again, because he was school, right, under the best professors of his time, Gamaliel, and he knew all those things. And when he got born again and committed himself to the gospel, he was breaking the code of the Pharisees, and the family left him. That was the price he had to pay. Amen. Let me quiet. I'm preaching well. That's the price he had to pay. Glory to God. People that they Peter were not Pharisees. They were, they were fishermen. They, they, were, they were politicians. Some of them were task collectors, politicians, they are the same. Right. So, 
when they call them, people that they pick that you can see them, you can see hell of their wives and they, but Paul had was a Pharisee when they called entered, when the call came. He was persecuting the church. That was his zeal. And you know, that was, his, he was among his CV. Amen. Concerning zeal, persecuting the church. That is CV, yes. But when God caught up with him, and he seemed like he had broken the code, they left him. Are you willing? Amen. Are you willing to pay the price? Now, Bible talk about gifts, amen, and calling. There's one call, but there are various gifts. Amen. There's one call. There are various gifts. Now, with each of these gifts, right, a responsibility come upon you. And the next thing I want to talk about. With gifts, right, comes responsibility. Responsibility to answer the call. Responsibility to exercise the gift. Amen. Amen. You have to, you, I mean, um, I don't want to use, like I was saying, doing prayers today. I don't want to use strong words like a curse. Amen. But truly, when you are called, right, you are, something has come upon you, you must obey. Uh, answer that call. Or else, you will pay dearly for it. That is that's how the sweetest way I can put it. Let's let's open our Bible, the book of um, one Corinthians nine, from verse sixteen. Don't shut me down. I'm preaching well. Can you give me on the board? Because it's gonna be a long reading. I think we're gonna read all the way to thirty, if I'm not mistaken. But let's see. This is Paul speaking. For though I preach the gospel, I have nothing to glory of. For necessity is laid upon me. Yea, woe is unto unto me if I preach not the gospel. Let's pause there. He said, that word necessity is laid upon me. Then in self, I said, if I do not preach this gospel, right? Whoa. That is not going to be good for me. Glory to God. I said glory to God. Hallelujah. With, a, with the call of God upon your life, right? Necessity is laid upon you. Right? To exercise every of the gift. You cannot hide the gift. Amen. God will give you a platform and respect the platforms and they can size the, the gift. People, people nowadays, they abuse platforms. Yeah, are even literally begging them. Let, let's put a, a Bible marker here. We are coming back here. Let's go to the book of Matthew. Matthew 25 from verse 14. It's a story of Jesus gave a parable of what we call the parable of a talent. A man was going out, right? A good man of the house, and he called one, and gave him what? Five talent. Amen. He called another one, he gave him two. Another one, he gave him one. Glory to God. 
Okay, let's do that. Let's say, the, who is the five talent person? Come on, let's say, quickly. Five talent, two talent. Who is the one? One. One, that's it. Five to one. Five talents. Now, you see, look at the talent as gifts. Right? They have five gifts. He has two gifts. He had one. Right? All of them are called. Amen. Just because you're, you have five talents eh, and you have one talent doesn't mean that your call is more superior to his. Amen. Amen. You are all called. The good man of the house came. Yeah? He's about to go out. He called all of you and gave you take five talents. Ah, take two talents. Take one. Call is not upon three of you. It's one call. Amen. But it's what? Various gifts. You see, when God gives you gifts, after calling you, give you gift, right? He expects you, amen, to do what? To make profit. Profit in the kingdom of God with those gifts. Profit in the kingdom of God with God's gift. You can prophesy. You need to make profit in the kingdom of God with all gift. You can sing. You need to make profit in the kingdom of God with those gifts. There's no hidden thing. <laughs> I've told this story before. It's a comedy, it's a comedy story. I, they asked one guy, say, Do you have hidden talent? He said, Yes, I do. He said, What are they? He said, I don't know. They are hidden. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I don't care whether you think that you are hidden talent or not, you should know them. <laughs> and exercise like, yourself in them. <laughs> Please go back to your uh, let, let me stay in Matthew. You go back to um, 1 Corinthians, right? Necessity is laid. Responsibility had come upon Jake's with five gifts. Necessity. That's the, the guy the language King James used. Two, necessity. Responsibility had come upon him. Responsibility had come upon him. I say that it's not meant for lazy Christian. It's not meant for sissy Christian. Glory to God. I say glory to God. I'm not preaching well. It's not meant for body rule Christians. That will have excuse for everything. Right? Oh, there's no food so I can't come to church. No. No. I was discussing with Moses. You know. Is they told you are going to Zambia. I say, Moses. I use the same word. Necessity is laid upon me. I say, I don't want to go. Truly, I don't want to go. But I have to go. Amen. I'm a general. I say, I have to go. I mean, this one, like, I can even send somebody. I'll have sent somebody. But this one, no, I can't send somebody. I must go. No excuse. No COVID excuse. Amen. No visa excuse. No excuse. They call, they call, we demand everything. I'm willing to give it. You can't lay your hand on the plow and turn back. They are not worthy. 
The words of Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's stop, let's stop being the generation that the generation that you want everything easy. Everything. If it's not easy, no, 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 no. Uh-uh. So flaky. Now look at what happened. The, the guy now traveled. The person with five went and did what? Trade. By the word trade. He invested himself in his talents. He gave time. Amen. Quality time. Amen. To the talent. Or talents. And you see, Bible said in the book of uh, 1, 1 Timothy, 1 Timothy 4, it said, give yourself wholly to them that thy profitings may appear unto all. Let's read, let's read that part. Let's, no need to watch, right? 1 Timothy 4, give me verse 14. Don't shut me down, preaching well. I don't need to watch, but I take it out every Tuesday till it finishes. Say, neglect not the gift that is in thee. I'm so happy you use the word gift there. You, you, you don't neglect any gift. Listen, people should not be begging you to use your gift. And yes, local churches, right? Local churches, right? They give you platform to use your gift. Don't abuse it. Because a good man watch it. Let me speak in just language. Don't abuse it. Treasure those platforms, right? And invest time, quality time into it. For example, we have to come and sing. We have to come and rehearse and rehearse and rehearse. Quality time goes into it. Amen. Don't just say, whether I come and rehearse or not, nobody is there to sing, so they'll call me to come and sing. No, you're abusing it. I'm preaching well. Yes, sir. And God watch. Amen. Every time I have opportunity of standing here to, to, to teach or preach, I give my all into it. I invest time. I read. I study. I pray. I don't take it for granted. I always stand there and preach. I don't take it for granted like that. And every opportunity I have anywhere. I don't know, but this year I've seen it. I don't know where I've seen it. I said, you don't imagine if Kenneth Copeland invited to come and preach in the, it was here, right? Come and preach in the Believers Convention. How will you prepare for it? Imagine Kenneth Copeland said, come and sing. So how will you prepare for it? Amen. Why Kenneth Copeland said, come and lay hands on the sick in Believers Convention. Come and take the healing school. How will you prepare for it? That's how you should treat every opportunity you have. Because the one that sees in secret is seeing your heart. He's seeing the time you are giving to it. He's seeing the pressure you are giving to it. And don't make no mistake about it. Those pressure time, they are important in the sight of God. They are. So you see, Jake's put time, time and effort, quality time into it. The five 
produce five more. If you don't neglect the gift, right? Look at it. Neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by prophecy, with the level of hand of the press victory. Verse 15. Meditate upon this thing. Can you see? Mental time. Thinking. Meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly, completely. Not wholly, wholly. Yeah. So, completely. Give yourself completely to it. That your profitings might appear unto all. You give yourself to every gift that, that you have in you. You will produce result. Dole, you produce result. Dole. You can write, give yourself to it. Glory to God. Oh, it's poem. Give yourself to it. And some people have, I call it unconventional gifts. You may, not, you may not stand to preach like I am preaching. You may not stand to sing like the bebe and the eyes will sing. Amen. You may not write a book like I'm writing. But there are unique ways, unique gifts you have that can have great impact positively on the local church. On the body of Christ. Give yourself to it. Amen. If you meditate upon it, you give yourself completely to it. I assure you, on the authority of God's word, your profiting will appear. Amen. Your profiting will appear. And just like, just like in the case of Ruth, you, 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 there will be people like Boaz, who God will cause to notice you. I can say, look, the whole world must notice you. Just the one person that counts. Amen. And like I was saying this afternoon, listen, right? Just because they call, just because they, um, you're calling, maybe what God you to do, you, you, are, you are doing it, I don't even get the response you think. It doesn't mean you should not do it. I'll come to the talent of one person very soon. Jeremiah was preaching, and nobody was hearing. They were not repenting. So Jeremiah vexed. He said, I'll not preach again. Bible said, he said, your words were like what? Fire shot up in my bones. Amen. Jonah. God said, go and preach. But they will not listen. It's not interesting. You might say, ah, they will not listen. Why should I go there? He was running away. Right? Everything bad was happening. That's why I, 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 started, I, said, I don't want to use the word like a curse. Right? I don't want to use that word. But listen, obeying the call is the only thing you have to do. Amen. 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 Let me put it this way. Like where your youth can I mean. Paul's language, necessity is laid upon me. When the call of God came upon me, I know, engineering don't finish. I know. If I have an opportunity, I can do something by the corner, which I have not had yet. I'm already 50, amen. But maybe I will still have. Amen. 
but you may have to sacrifice it, right, to preach the gospel, to do what he wanted to do. Amen. Amen. They call, they, they, everybody in the ship call upon their gods. <laughs> Different gods. Amen. Everybody pointed to Jonah. You are the reason why this calamity is happening. They took Jonah and threw Jonah overboard. Everything just calmed down. A way came and swallowed Jonah. Bam. And like I said this afternoon, don't ask me how that is possible scientifically. I don't know. It happened. They invited, they swallowed him. And there was enough oxygen in the, in the belly of the, of the whale for Jonah to be breathing for three days. Still don't ask me. He didn't know, he wasn't, he wasn't eating, he was fasting. <laughs> so he fasted and prayed. God, God remoted the fish. It went to where Jonah is supposed to preach. And spilled him out. You don't have to even pay for your, your, your ticket to come to this. <laughs> you don't have to pay for your ticket to come to this place. Divinely, God organized it. The, this was a submarine. A submarine took him there. Yes. And throughout, it, throughout it, the submarine, he was fasting and praying. So when he, when he appeared on the shore, he was ready to preach. He was charged to preach. Yeah. When you give your all, prophet will come. We are still in Matthew. Number two did the same thing. Gave his all, prophet came. When the master came, he commanded number one. He said, ah, you this it. Come, 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 come. Now, rule over ten cities. Take your seat. Rule over ten cities. You see, the result you make with your gift determines the promotion that comes. Again, let me write Bible. I'm just honored to preach it. Faithfulness. Uh, can, I, can I say that? It's like, look, the first thing God to do, if, if the first thing God is saying to do here is like, hey, sweep the floor here. If you're not faithful to do that, you'll not go to the next step. You don't jump step here. You don't jump step with your call. And look at some people, right? right? That's why many people live and die without entering the first phase of their ministry. And some of them, the world look at them as great preachers. But God said they didn't enter the first phase of their ministry. I believe some people need to go back. I need to swallow your pride. I mean, maybe, maybe if you are if you are fifty hundred like myself, you need to go back to that eighty six. Amen. You need to go back to that eighty six, eighty seven. And some of those things I wanted you to do there, you do it. Amen. Then you promote you to the next one. Then you do it. You promote you to the next one. Because it's he said, let everything be done decently and in order. He's a God of order. Number two, did the same thing. He goes, ah, well done. He commanded him. He said, oh yeah, come, come, come. Sit on your throne. Rule over cities. And he came to number one. 
They get there on the ball. Alongside a call. Alongside a call. It's faithfulness. Let me say that again. Alongside a call. Alongside a call. It's faithfulness. Add it your own faithfulness. Your faithfulness to it. But there'll be time of there'll be time of tears. Amen. There'll be time of what? Fasting. Right? There'll be time of hunger, not even fasting. Amen. Faithfulness to the call. There will be time that you, you take all your money, all your money, right? And you go and put it into that CD. And when you bring it out, people are just looking at it and throwing it away. They are not even buying it. Then you go back. Then many voices, not from God, will be speaking to you. God didn't call you. You should not have done that. But you knew God says you put this money into it. Those times, right, God is watching and seeing your faithfulness. God is watching your heart. You are seeing it your heart. Say, Lord, thank you. I, you asked me to do it and I have done it. Thank you. Just because anybody did not obey and repent and get, get saved doesn't mean that uh, um, you're not, you're not going to preach. Or and, 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 and just because you have prophesied that cost is going to come, and they, got, they repented, and the cost did not come, not, does, not, does not make you not be a prophet. Amen. 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 In that came to number one, this guy is very, very interesting. Though, because this guy represents, I'm very sorry to say, many people in the church. He recognized the call. He saw the talent. He said, I know you are a hard man. You reap where you do not sow. So, so I will not have any problem. I took your talent. I took your gift. I buried it. Covered it in the ground. When I had you around, I went to pick it up. Here is it. You need to read that part. Amen. Where, where is that now? Okay, um, I didn't put it here in chapter verse. I'm not going to pick, pick the place. Okay, um, then he, then he which had received one talent came and said, "Lord, I knew thee that thou art a hard man, reaping where thou have not sown, and gathering where thou have not stored, and I was afraid." And went and hid thy talent in the earth. Lo, there thou had, thou had, that is thine. How what is yours? King James language. He said he was afraid. How many people do you say that day? I was just afraid of just doing what God wanted me to do. I know they hear it again. again. I know that you're single, but I don't know. I'm so shy. I'm afraid of standing in front of the people. That, and God was saying to go and lay hands on that person. But I was, also, I was also afraid. What if I lay hands and nothing happened? 
Samba, that is not an excuse. That is not an excuse. Swallow that fear. Go and lay that hand. I am shy. Swallow that shyness and sing. Like the first day, sing off all the keys. Let the best shout on you. Let the Aguba shout on you. Let everybody say, Abba, can you just finish all the keys? We could not even find your key on the keyboard. <laughs> Still come back. Come back and stand. Amen. You are dealing with your fear. Yeah. Yeah. Say amen. amen. Uh, can I go back to this, to this young man? Who, when he got born again, wanted to preach. He got born again. I said, ah, he must preach. So he said, you went to his pastor. Pastor, let me, I want to preach. Pastor said, calm down. Study God's word. He said, no, pastor, I want to preach. Pastor, I want to preach. Pastor, I want to preach. So it was so much. Pastor said, okay. You will preach on Sunday evening. He said, no. He was disappointed. He said, no, no, no. I want Sunday morning. Because Sunday morning, they, they, they have the largest of the crowd in the church. In the evening, they don't have much crowd. He said, son, the pastor said, son, let's start with the evening first. We will get to the morning. A guy that prepared and came to church. So, pastor last said, well, we have this young man that is so excited, amen, and this evening is going to bring out to us. Let's welcome. Yeah, imagine Pastor Richard. You're very welcome. Richard, a lawyer. And the guy came, the guy came up, he came up stage, there was one that was so He came up and opened his Bible, looked up like that, and I just froze. <laughs> Paul said, son, it's time. <laughs> he was just standing like that. Son, it's time. He was just standing like that. After the third time, Paul was like, I just put his hand around about him. And I said, well, well, he's very zealous. I'm sure you did at that time. <laughs> then he passed on that bridge. Nothing. Because the couple are saying the more funny. They say he opened his mouth and nothing came out. <laughs> you know, if that have happened to you, eh? still come back. I think I had that he grew up to be one of the greatest uh, men of God in the U.S. You know, there, there was time of preparation. But he learned, but I'm sure that lesson he learned that day. He'll never forget. But he didn't make him to run away and never come back. Say amen. amen. So don't use fear as an excuse. And don't, don't accuse and say, you are, you are a shrewd man. You don't you 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 you, you want to reap where you have not sown. But the master said, I say, you know I'm a shrewd man, you know I'm a hard man. That's why you have taken my money and put it in a bank. So I need to yield interest when I came, when I come back. It means that God is very, very particular about resort interest from that talent. Because he said that the very minimum you have done was to take it to the bank. And in a way, some small business principle there, right? Because that's the bare minimum you can make from your money, put it in a, in a, in a, a deposit in a bank. But you see, when you buy and sell, you make more money. Just by the way, man. But God wants you to do what? To make what? Profit. Then it says something that was very, very interesting. Um, 
He said that uh, that wicked and slothful servant. Wicked and what? Slothful. Lazy. Unprofitable servant. I think another, another, uh, I think that look or, uh, or mark one of it. Use that word, unprofitable servant. Slothful. That knew that I reap where I sow not, and gather where I have not stored. That ought therefore to have put my money to the exchangers. And then at my coming, I should have received my own with interest. Uh, take therefore the talent from him and give it unto the one that had ten. For unto everyone that had shall be given. And he and you have what abundance. God is interested in us having abundance. And from him shall be taken that that have and you have nothing. And he will cast him, the unpotable servant, into what? Outer darkness. Where's our outer darkness now? Where there is weeping and lashing of teeth. Glory to God. Eh, where? Where there is no AC. <laughs> where there is no Wi-Fi. You see, he, he went to a place of weeping and gnashing of teeth. Why? He didn't make use or good use of his talent. Listen, 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 listen. If you don't make good use of your talent, you always be in a place of weeping and gnashing of teeth. A place of darkness. You will not see light. You see, necessity. Go back to one Corinthians nine. Necessity is laid upon you. Don't shout me down. Preaching well. Glory to God. Nothing. 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 As an excuse. Fear is not an excuse. Wife is not an excuse. Husband is not an excuse. Children are no excuses. You need to make good use of your, of your gift. Where God wants you to make good use of it and, and receive what? Promotion. And receive promotion. Don't be lazy and refuse to be unprofitable. So, if you look at this place, let's stay here. If you look at this place in comparison to 1 Corinthians 4, you will now see that laziness, amen, slothfulness is a reason for people being unprofitable. Because if you give yourself completely to it, hence you are not being lazy, amen. Your profiting will appear unto all. To appear unto all. Take excuses out of the way. I think I said, look, if you are looking for excuses not to do what God to do, you will have many. I got married yesterday. I have a baby. My baby is in school. My baby is getting married. There will be an excuse. It never ends. But I came to a place that I told myself, Aaron, 
You have to obey the call. And you have to pay attention to every gift that God has given to you because a day will come, you are going to give account of every one of them. And again, I say, Sama, if, if, if there are weeping, amen, and gnashing of teeth in your life, go back again and check your life. Amen. Are you, are, you, are, you, are you investing in your gift? Are you putting time in your gift? Are you doing it where he wants you to do it? Look at the story of the guy that kept wasting his, wasting his time in the, in the U.S. thinking that God was going to send him to China. Amen. I think I was somebody that like had bunker that a German, but yet his ministry had literally exploded in Africa. Where God wanted him to be. The kind of result he had in the majority in Africa, he, had, he didn't have it in any place in Europe. The kind of crowd that gathered onto him in Africa and the kind of miracle result he got in Africa. He didn't get it anywhere in Europe. But what one of his a long time ago, he had, a, he had a crusade in Germany, in his own hometown. I don't think they were up to 5,000 people. But they kept telling testimony of what happened in Benin, what happened in Kenya. He kept telling testimony. Where you come and over half a million people will gather. But who will want to leave maybe the comfort of Europe to come to a place like Africa. That's, that's why my heart, I, I have big room in my heart for all those missionaries that left their places and came to Africa. So then we would die of uh, malaria, mosquito bite. So then they literally left. They never went back. Then they died. They were buried in Africa here. The call will cost you everything. I didn't get an amen, but I think you understand that man. Verse 17. For if I do this thing willingly, I have a reward. Pause. And that's where I start from willingness. He said that necessity is laid on him to preach the gospel. But then he went on to say that if I do it willingly, I'll have a reward. I have a reward. Isaiah said that he that is willing and obedient shall eat the good of the land. Willing and obedient. Concerning that thing you want... God wants you to do right, you need to allow the zeal of God to consume you and be excited about it. Glory to God. Be excited about it. If you have to pray, pray. I mean, I learned that from service when we were on campus, right? So you pray the power of God on people, right? Because the Bible says that in the days of his power, the people shall be willing. So the power will come upon them, they are willing. If they are willing, the power of God is in manifestation. You can look at that thing in both ways and it's correct. And sometimes you need to just lock yourself up and pray the power of God upon you again. And be willing. Be excited. Amen. Be excited about your gift, what God wants you to do. 
Be zealous. Amen. Let the fire burn. He said, not slothful in, in, uh, in business. Fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. That fervency is important. Look at everyone you succeeding. Everyone in their gift, singing, preaching. You see that fervency about it. When they, when they are talking to you, have somebody been talking to you about his his uh, his gift and you slip off? <laughs> it's not fervent. When person is talking to you, I mean, he's so consumed. I mean, you can't even blink. I remember when Otopot told me that uh, they wrote a, they wrote a proposal one time. About something they wanted to do many years ago. I think we're still in Zaria, if I'm not mistaken. And um, uh, they found themselves um, in front of Bishop Oyodeko. So that was in Lagos. That Bioye was there. They just, they, they, it, was, it was that easy to see him. So thank God for that. So and they had it written out, binded. Oyodeko now took a look at it. I think they have. It was on his table. I think they sent it to him before they came. If I get the story correctly. When people now say, is it what you are talking about? He say yes. He now dropped it. You know, you talk. He said, it's not just being in paper. It must be here. And it must be burning. Say, talk, talk, talk. You see, if the vision is there, but then, but then you, say, you say talk, you will talk beyond the book. But if you are talking and he's yawning and fervent in spirit. I, I, I want to watch that anyone talking to me about ministry, anyone talking to me about anything that he say want to do, I'm always watching to see the fire. Is, that, is, it, is it sparkling? I mean, or is it yours? As though he's reading, reading something, they report to me. Fervent in spirit. Glory to God. Willingness. Willingness. He doesn't doesn't have one couple, but when he's talking about it, eh, you would think the money is already in the bank. You know, I'm full of this. This one, we're planning to do this. We're planning to do this. Catherine Kuba was organized a crusade. In one, in one place in the U.S. So he called his um, director of uh, finance, right? And, and, and his PR reply said, now, if they go to town, right? Rent the biggest hall you can rent, right? Fill it up with chairs. He said, then, he said I want the, the most expensive grand piano you can get. Rent it. So when they came to that part, the, the director of, of uh, finance said, Miss Kuma, we don't have five dollars in the account. You are talking as though we have five million dollars in the account. And she turned to the man and said, "If you, if you are limited, he said, he said, we do not serve a God that is limited to the money in our account." I picked that thing from her. I think it's in that book, Daughter of Destiny, if I'm not mistaken. I pick it from my Lucy. 
But you know what? They, look at the zeal. She made sure she was talking about it. The moment he discovered that God wanted them to have a crusade in that town. That's all. The plan, he wasn't planning based on the money he had in account. God, God is not limited to the money you have in your account. But you see, that, that zeal, that fervency in spirit, consigning what she wants to do, it will make the money come. Well, I think, look at you listen to you. Okay, I will pay for the hall. But they had that crusade, and they didn't owe any man anyone. And they got the biggest hall, and it was filled up. They got the, the most expensive. About Ketiko, I was very, very meticulous about what happened on that stage. And who even played for her? There's one person that plays for her, and they were surprised they had to fly the person in. Or else she will not preach. One of our last program in the, it was in Israel, right? And um, there's an interpreter. The interpreter, the interpreter came up with boots. And Katuma said, no, 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 no. Nobody stand on that stage with boots. He said, Miss Kuma, 90% of the people in the hall are wearing the boots. He said, don't they care? There's a way she wants it. You have to go and get somebody that is not wearing the boot to stand but you see, it's the fervency, the zeal, right? Of what, there's a picture in her heart as she wants it. And she doesn't want it defied in any way. I mean, boots or no boots, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have nothing to do with the bearing with the anointing of God moving. But you see, that is her desires. What, what is that? What, that, that call, that call. Is it burning deep in you? Are you passionate about it? Are you zealous about it? Amen. Amen. That is why, because you don't have any zeal and commitment to it, somebody can easily come, amen, and change your mind about it. Nothing. I said, no, no, no. Must you do it that way? Do it this way. Do it this way. He said, okay, okay, let's do it that way. You see, you see the call. No, 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 you have stepped out. I'm preaching well. We are not called to build the way other people are building. You are called to build the way God asks you to build. And there's a picture in your heart. That's why I always like the story of Moses, right? When Moses was to build the tabernacle in the, in the, in the, in the wilderness, God, God took him into his presence. And God put a pattern, showing a pattern. I mean, and it was, you, you see God as a meticulous being. Everything to specification, measurement, everything. Yes, about five meters, not 5.5, five meter. Everything. And you see, that picture, that picture was formed in God's presence. That picture was formed in the heart of Moses. So when he came down from the mountain, she just, he just, the picture that God put in his heart is a picture that he brought out. So passionate about it. So, you, 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 you may have to stay in God's presence a little bit. You may have to pray a little bit, right? So that, that picture, exactly how he wants you to do it, will form in your heart. 
And when you come, right? When you come down from his presence, reproduce the exact picture. Don't let Arabic change the picture. Don't let Richard change the picture. Don't let Ken Hagen change the picture. The picture in your heart. God, they call this personal. Very, very personal. Paul, Paul, Paul said that uh, he confirmed not to flesh and blood. Glory to God. Galatians 1.16. Thank you. We are still talking about the general amen. To, to reveal his son to me, that I might preach him among the hidden. Immediately, I confirm not with flesh and blood. If, when it pleased God, God revealed himself to him. You see, to reveal his son to me. God revealed himself through Jesus Christ to Paul. Ministry, or the calling, is a personal thing. God will reveal himself to you. God will put it in your heart how he wants you to sing the song. How he wants you to preach the message. Obey him. Don't let flesh and blood turn you. Glory to God. I say glory to God. Next week, next week, I'm here, I'm here on Tuesday, I'll be back on Tuesday. Next week, I'll, I'll continue, I'll, I'll talk in the area of your faithfulness and, uh, and in another man's work. It's very important because it's part of the obedience step that you climb to enter into glory to God. So, stay there and find out how he wants you to do it. I, I remember um, Kenegan saying that when God told them to start Rema, right, the Bible school, God not put plans, everything. God spoke to them and they are happy with it now. He said, years later, people, some ministers, they come in and say, okay, God wanted them to start Bible school. And they are not coming to meet him. And they give us the pattern that God gives you so that we can use the same pattern to start. He said, no. Right? That if God wants you to do it, he will show you what he wants you to do. But people didn't really realize what was happening. They all felt that he was trying to just hold or cover information. Make it a secret. But listen, no, no, no. It's a personal thing. The way, the way, the way God wants Savannah to, to be raised, right? It's different from the way God wants living faith to be raised. That's why it is living faith. And it is Savannah. Or else it will be one. Um, <laughs> no, truly. If that day, God will have said, go and work for Yedeko. And I will have been there. And probably all of you will be there. And do, do it, follow the way he is doing it. And I will have been there following exactly what he says. But you see, God, God, that's how if they have a hand, if they have a head, if they have an ear, if they have an eye, if they have a nose, if they have a mouth, legs, all of it come together to become what? A bear's body. Without the right hand or the left hand, let's say which one you use more, your yeah, yeah, left or right? Hand. 
Yeah, 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 yeah right. Eh? Uh, so he said, okay, maybe the left hand is, you just cut it off. Abel will be handicapped. Even though it's a right thing, you'll score when the right left hand is cut off, there are many things that you'll not be able to do again. So that right, that left hand is equally important there. Though it's a right thing. That last toenail on the left leg. That's some of you, because of your shoe nowadays, the nail doesn't grow out anymore. It's still, it's still part of the plan. But be bold. Be bold. Be bold. Amen. To bring out that unique thing he has placed in you. Be bold. You need to be bold because it's going to be unique. On a tree, they say that no leaf is the same. Not even on a tree. So ministries are not meant to be the same. Glory to God. Play something for me, amen. I don't want to enter on topic because I have just 10 more minutes. But let me stay here. Because find not to flesh and blood, amen. Ministry is a person. The call is a personal thing. You see, when, when um, at this time we were still running fellowship, I've not started church, amen, to another fellowship. So we had our first, had our, fe- our first program ever. I think we call it Seminar on the World, you know. I remember I preached, uh, I think myself, Dominic, and, uh, and uh, A.B., I think was one I preached, I can't remember again. But I remember that I preached on prayers, amen. I, 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 my, I, my, I, I taught on prayer. The last day I taught on prayers. So those days now, we'll just, people just put the green tape recorder. It's nothing sophisticated as this. You just put the tape recorder, put it there, just press record. So all the noise, you'll be going inside. It's an external recording. But they already served us then now. We're just, we're, we get it, we take some people come and record it, you know, and be listening to it. It kind of was in charge of uh, our publication and everything then so the tapes were with him right so he went to he went to benin and went with the original right so you 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 you, you'll be putting in the workman and was listening to it so he went to church of god's mission right our bishop was still alive then right and uh, the one that bishop then bishop ojo i think he's still alive i'm not sure sure yet right I'm sure Joe was there. He cannot, cannot know Bishop Joe. So, cannot step into, into, the, into the place. And Bishop Joe now said, what, what tape are you listening to in that work, man? He so, said, uh, our campus, our campus uh, pastor, uh, preach on prayer. He said, let him listen to it. So, he cannot say they dropped the, the tape with him, man. He just left. All the time, I think about two, three weeks. When it was time to go to come back to school, Kanana came back, right, to collect his, his tape. He said that it's the original. He said that Bishop Joseph he listened to it and gave it to Archbishop to listen to it. He listened to it and Archbishop tells you, tell me that when I finish school, I should come to Bini. You'll build me a house, buy me a car, 
and I'll pastor with them. Look at us. We are just about to start church. We are looking for 300 naira to pay for venue. True story. You can ask it anytime you see it. So when the guy told me, I just smiled. I, I just knew the answer. I just smiled. I said, no, God wants me to be here. God wants us to do some other ministry here. That was, and God has spoken to me about that. Just, just before we graduated. We were, we were not graduated at this time. I said, no, God just focused to us now. We are already gathering and we are praying. Myself, Dominic, Biodo, um, um, Victor, Maro, Kana. After prayer said, we just, we just stay behind. Five, five, five of us, we just pray. So let's see how God will lead us. When we finish school, this is what we want to do. We're going to start church in Sambu. And look at now, an offer had come. And when I finish school, now as you know, you worry about service here, they'll work up everything. A house, a car. Amen. A stage already prepared. I believe you'll have been very glorious. I mean, oh, it's a great honor to, to have anything to do on that Archbishop in any form you can think about it. But you see, that will not be what God has asked me to do. Say amen. amen. That will not be what God has asked me to do. I don't know what will happen. Maybe I will have been dead by now. Right? But that's not what God has asked me to do. But why do you say that? Yeah, because I will not be in the will of God. Oh, but right. He's a great man of God. Yes. Can I tell you the story of a great man of God in the Bible? Yes, I will. A young prophet, God sent him to town. The, the older prophet was there. Bible, Bible did not say that. Bible did not say that he was in sin. Nothing. But God decided to use this younger prophet. For, the, for what reason? When you meet God, you ask him. We can only speculate. I could speculate. Right? I could speculate. Now, then, prophet Zen, right? Well, they, they are that mighty, right? Literally, they rub shoulders with the king. Right? And they will tell king, I mean, you can see the one with the Elijah one calling one time. Uh-huh. So probably, that more speculation, probably, because I don't know, even if I tell this prophet, even here and this king, eh, the way they are, they are parleying together, he will not deliver this message the way I want to deliver. They got one young boy who was so zealous. And God gave him specific instruction going to the town. Prophesy, do not eat in the town. Do not stay there. When you finish, leave the town. So, the young prophet came and began to prophesy. The king, the king, the king didn't like what he was saying. You understand that? See? That's why maybe that's why the older people will not talk. The king just went and said, Arrest him. The hand he pointed at the, at the prophet dried up. Uh-huh. Then the eye opened. Okay, God is really speaking to this boy. So he repented. The boy prayed. His heart was restored back to him. I mean, this is working on miracle happening right there and there. So he turned to go. The king was so taken apart now. He said, Ah, Please come eat with us. Hey, relax. Stay with us a little bit. 
He said, no, God said that. I should not relax in this town. So he turned to God. The news have reached the old prophet. Can you see my speculation? I believe that the old prophet and the king, right, were really, really parling. I mean, maybe there's one hotline. Message have reached the old prophet. He said, ah, now wow. Really? The guy took his uh, donkey. The expensive mode of transportation then. Right? Maybe a limousine in our own time. Maybe the king was the one that bought it for him. He now, ooh, when I met the old prophet, I said, young prophet, I said, where are you going to? You came to my town. You did not even pay homage to me. He didn't say anything. He didn't know, no, God told me, I don't know that, it, I don't mean to disrespect you, but God told me I should not do anything, I should just come and prophesy and leave. So I'm obeying him. I don't know why. Now I could speculate, but I don't know why. The prophet now said that, God told him. Old prophet saying, God told him to tell you that he can come and eat in my place. Man, I need to get to heaven and see these two prophets. So the young prophet now sheepishly just turned his donkey and went back home with this younger older prophet. I was eating. They sent the banquet. Why they were eating? The real anointing came upon the old prophet. The same man that lied. I said, thus said the Lord. <laughs> now you think it's Nigerian Hollywood, but it's the truth. Because you have disobeyed me. And return to eat in the town. I say you should not eat. While you are on your way, a beast will devour and kill you. It cost this prophet his life. Don't mess around with holy things. Please. And you know what happened? When the, the beast came up from the field, right, it killed only the prophet. He didn't eat his body. He didn't kill his animal. The donkey was still there. And the beast did not run away. He just stood there. The prophet came, old prophet came, took the body of this young man, went and buried him. Amen. What is that there? But there is deceit in that old prophet. I don't think so. I actually feel that Right, it was a test that the younger prophet amen failed. It was a test he failed. So you see, when 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 a call comes like that, right? What is God telling you to do? What is God telling you to do? I'm gonna say that if I had gone there probably by now, I'd have been dead. God, I need to be in my call, in my call, in my call. And there I will see the protection of God. Am I preaching? The gift and calling of God are without repentance. Amen. And with the gift come what a necessity is laid upon you. And your willingness will produce a reward. 
Your willingness has to do also with your zeal. Amen. Amen. You are in choose about it. Listen to me. If you are not excited about what God wants you to do, go and pray. Maybe he's not asking you to do that. Maybe he's not. And, and if he's really the one asking you to do it, then you see, as his spirit come upon you, you'll be in choose. Even if there is, there is, there is, there is, but we say endure hardship as a good soldier. Even though there is hardship on the way, right? You look at it, right? It's no longer a sacrifice. Like we read about love on Sunday. It's no longer a sacrifice. You are doing it. I mean, you are doing it. People are saying, well, look at the sacrifice Jake is making. But to you, I say, I'm not making sacrifice. I'm having a time of my life. I'm having a time of my life. Many people have told me, that. I say, you are, you are making sacrifice. I'm having a time of my life. I believe it's, 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 it's God working inside me that makes me to enjoy it. Just like me, I cannot even see myself doing what many of you are doing. Waking up and going to office every, every day. I can't. And, 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 and talking about um, computers or about money or about politics. The first time I did sideways and I came out, I knew that I wasn't called out for that. Amen. I went to the office, registered me inside, and I sat down. We were all eating granite. And we ate granite tea. The guy said, Don't worry. Harvest time, you see more work. I said, More work. There's nothing work here. No, I, you know, I came two weeks, right? We ate granite. We signed in. And yeah. I'm trained to come early, so I'm early. One day, Saturday, the Bauga told me, the uh, lower basin, river basin, eh? lower Bainway, river basin, development in Makodi. That's what I did. Bauga told me, I said, Why did you come to work early? I said, No, office 7 30. said, 7 30, what? I said, Don't come 7 30. Even they, they better open the door, I have no even come. I said, Come around 11. I'm serious. The guy opened the door, come around that 9, 10, come around 11. So the next day I came around 11. It was open. Amen. I greeted everybody, they signed me in. We ate granite again. They were just telling stories. Some they will speak team, they will speak it over. They were just telling stories. The man asked that, hey, hey. and you know, my uncle, my uncle walked there, so they respected my uncle, so they respected me. They said, hey, no. Young master, you go, go home now. It's okay, it's time. I came in, this is around one o'clock. He's telling me to go. <laughs> After two weeks, I came back and I said, I, 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 I said, hey, sir, I need to go to school and do something. I was going to for, for fellowship because it was two of my whole second semester I was supposed to do. He just said, hey, nobody, go, go, go. Come, come, come back when they... And I disappeared. Though. I came back for them to just sign my form. <laughs> the guy signed my form. He said, you are a good staff. You are a good staff. I told him, I said, that is, I'm not cut out for that. Amen. You imagine if I'm an engineer, and they, and they employ me there to be an engineer there. I will die. <laughs> There's nothing to do. Then you'll be going around. We were literally, the day I wrote, he said, I, I should fill my form, my logbook. Because we didn't do anything. I said, to fill the logbook, no problem. I went back home. I just imagine us walking. I feel the whole logbook for about three months. When I put it, I say, "Wow, you are intelligent." 
That was his answer. Because he was wondering how I'm going to feed the whole. I feel everything. He just mark it, mark it, mark it, mark it, stamp it. I needed it to present it to school and I took it and I left. But some of you will enjoy it. Can you see? <laughs> but it's it, it imperative. You are zealous about what God has asked you to do. It's imperative you serve God with fervency, with fire. You know, you know some people come with negative uh, vibes. Uh-uh. You should not have negative vibes. But they're coming to that prayer meeting, all of us are feeling sleepy. <laughs> it's time to say, You, you, leave. Oh, at least your own vibe show. Are you blessed this evening? <laughs> Let's start to our faith, please. Pastor Koji. We are talking about general. We will finish general. We enter into them specifically. We see how God will lead us. Apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher, ministry of help. Amen. That's one thing people need to realize. You know, some, sometimes people sense a call. And I heard can say this, and it really blessed me. People sense a call. Right, they sense that they are called of God. They just say, Oh, oh, they sense a call. I can't sense a call. They are pastors or they are prophets. So, can I just say sometimes maybe the call is for you to be in the ministry of help? Yes, you sense a call. Yes, you sense an anointing upon you. But it, maybe it's for the ministry of help. But already you are just okay, it must be, it must be this, this is what I like. I've not seen people use scripture out of context. See, he that desired the office of a bishop desired a good thing. So I said, you can desire it. So I had a sense of call. I desire to be a prophet. No, sir. Uh-uh, you are messing around with holy things. That is not what the scripture meant. But the time will come, we explain that. So you can't say, I, said, I desire to be a prophet like a bear. And you, you, I desire a good thing. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are digging your grave. No. Or maybe because you speak, you speak, maybe you feel you are, you are, you are a fluent talker. You speak very well. Say, ah, no, no, no. I'll be able to preach very well. No, sir. Hello. Just because you have a good voice in singing, doesn't mean God is calling you to sing. Thank you for the yes, sir. Amen. Don't leave me that. I'm, I'm serious. So you can have a good voice and you are not singing. So when you sense that call upon you and you sense that anointing upon you, it's imperative you take yourself into the closet. Amen. It's a personal thing. What do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? Of course, you can start. You can start. Put your hand in anything you can do in church that's the first platform God gives you and you grow people like them um, um, Stephen they started oh, they, are, they are willing to help they are willing to help so they started as what deacons help us they were distributing food they were literally distributing food but that's an evangelist and he became a model of a New Testament evangelist but how did this start Serving tables. And I, I, I also learned that from Kenneth Hagen. He said that when he got healed, he, he, he came, he knew the call of God upon him. But he came, got involved in the local church. If anything they wanted them to do, they said, 
Is anybody well, they have to sweep floor? He said, son, it's the first time I will go up. He now called a particular church. See that church, he, he and the pastor single-handedly threw that church. Plastered and painted it. Him and the pastors. I mean, did I had that? I said, wow, some pastors make some sacrifices. They build their church themselves. I mean, physical building. He said, him and that pastor built and painted our church. He said he was available. Then opportunity came for him to preach. There you see, you see, God will see you faithful. As you are faithful in those physical things, in sweeping of the floor, eh? in, in, uh, in counting money, in painting, in, you, are, you are available. God will move you forward. Move you forward. But you cannot just see that you're laid back, you don't want to do anything, and tomorrow you, you want to be on the stage like your hand bunker. It's not going to happen that way. I can assure you it will never happen that way. And you try to pull it outside God's plan, you begin to affect yourself. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for listening. Messages are freely available. Visit www.savannaministries.org for more information.